Here it is, the last episode of my unaltered podcast until the summer with me, Claire. I've been down in Fort Lauderdale while the boat I'm working on is hauled out before we head to the Bahamas for three months of adventuring. I've never been to the Bahamas before, so I'm really looking forward to it. Starting us off this week was River Song from local Daytona reggae outfit, Brothers Within, and it just so happens that they are this week's interview. All five of them. Joey, Bernie, Eric, John, and even fucking Jonah. These guys are super talented, have so much spirit and heart. I realized after the interview that we almost met at Rootfire Festival in Cocoa Beach back in October. Joey and either Bernie or John or maybe both of them, I don't remember, but definitely Joey went up to the members of Part One Tribe after their set while I was waiting to interview them. I never would have realized it until we started talking about Root Fire in this episode. I love shit like that. Interviewing Brothers Within was predestined. We did the interview a couple of weeks back at their practice spot, but I got to hang with them at Reggae Rise Up in St. Petersburg a couple of weekends ago. Another one of my favorite local Florida bands, The Hip Abduction, played Reggae Rise Up. Their set was gorgeous. Unfortunately, I had to watch it while standing in the longest line for liquor of my entire life. When we finally got to the front of the line, we had to order shots to do at the bar because we had sobered up so much. Anyway, here's Hip Abduction with a hire after a word from our sponsors over at Social Advisors, and then we'll get into the interview with Brothers Within. Social Advisors is not your average digital marketing firm. Their team puts the fun in funky through every campaign that is tailored and customized to fit your specific vision. The advisors do everything from actively developing custom content and utilizing white glove social media marketing to high touch social media engagement and creating crisp email campaigns. The results are fast and valuable. Visit social-advisors.com or click the banner ad on mindalteredmedia.com to increase your leads and sale opportunities today. I'm here with the band Brothers Within. Do you want to uh, introduce yourselves one by one? Uh, my name is Joey. I sing and play drums. My name is Eric. I play lead and bass. My name is Bernie. Should have voted for me. I sing and play guitar. My name is Jonah. I play the bass, guitar, a little bit of piano, and the drums. My name is uh, John. I play keys and bass. 
So you guys are all multi-instrumentalists. So how do you decide who gets to play what on what song? Who has the longest world record? <laughs> and that's probably Bernie, right? So what, what Guinness world records do you hold? I hold a couple. I, I spun a basketball on my toe for the longest time in the world. and then uh, How long was that? When I first saw it, it wasn't that long. It was just under 10 seconds. So I was like, I can smash that. So I did it for like almost 20 seconds. And then from there, I've had a couple of people challenging me, but I keep knocking it out of the park and um, I hold it currently. So... That's no crazy. Issues. I would have thought like an NBA player would have held yeah, that record. Yeah, not a surfer. I actually took my ball out with me surfing as well and uh, spun it on my finger and surfed a wave and made that a record too. So that's my other record. That's awesome. And then my, my next one, I'm trying to get it on my guitar and make that a record as well. So hopefully that'll be in the book soon. So I should have introduced this as local celebrity Bernie and his <laughs> band. Maybe. <laughs> no, we're, uh, I got all my brothers with me and I have their support all the time. So. Uh, I can't thank them enough for just who they are and being here. That's sweet. How did you guys come up with that name, Brothers Within? Kind of started like uh, I guess a lot of things do. It was really uh, wishy-washy. It had a couple names, uh, some some ideas. Uh, one was Treetops. One was um, Second Story because we uh, it was pretty cool. We lived above a uh, a pastry shop on Beachside van avenue you know just living on the second story you know second story is that's how that came up that's actually living on beachside at that in that little apartment that's how we met eric who uh does just he does so much for the band and just for us in general so he's uh, he's been a good friend ever since we met him it was uh all happened very organically but john and i basically were just uh chilling one day and i think uh one of us had just got off work and we were just chilling talking about different names and stuff and I think uh, I was it was me who said to him what do, what do you think about Brothers Within and we both just kind of lit up the same way and was like yeah we really like that and it just kind of stuck ever since and did you know from the outset that you're gonna play reggae had, oh. had a pretty good idea that that whole started about three four years ago when uh I was just getting out of high school our friend Keith had basically come to us and said you know, we should grow dreads and uh, start a reggae band. Are, are dreads a prerequisite, Jonah? I, I'm asking you because you have dreads. Um, no, they're not a prerequisite, but they're encouraged. I don't even sure. know what that means. Like in order in order to play reggae music, you have to have dreads first. It's no way. No, because uh, you don't have currently people, dreads. Some currently have dreads. what we play as a white boy reggae. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have dreads down to my ankles, actually. <laughs> How long does that take? He's pretty old. So, did you have like hippie parents or what? Nah, I'm just kidding. Oh. These are hippie parents. <laughs> <laughs> you're a hippie parent. All right. You are a parent. You're, I met your daughter, Erica, at your show at, at Rex. He, he is a hippie parent. He's Definitely a hippie e parent. Because e she was painting while you were playing your show, and, and it was awesome. She was your best spokesperson by far. And I just figured out that you named your daughter after yourself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, very. Legal. No, actually, is that a is that a family name, Eric? No, when she was born, um, she uh, she came out as a spitting image of me. I, I can't express that enough because we actually took pictures of both of us together in a little photo album to like grandparents and family members and everything else, and they would flip through this book. And she's so cute, and she's so cute. I mean, I almost should have been offended in a way, but uh, yeah, they would skip over many of my pictures. So when she came out, she was just my little juniorette. Okay. Just fitting for the situation, and it's been like that ever since. I guess it's inappropriate to tell you now that you have feminine features. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. We just met. I shouldn't be insulting you. I'm sorry. But no, she's the best. She uh, she comes out to a couple of our gigs, especially at Rick Surf Bar. Does a lot of painting. Uh, all the guys keep her stoked on that and really keep her energy up. I'm I'm so happy for her to have a a way to be a part of the band with us and to be able to experience what we're doing and, and to make that more of a part of her life and 
she really enjoys being able to hang out with all these guys. Johnny's been the man. I mean, every everybody loves Johnny, but nobody more than Erica. Erica, she adores Johnny to death. I don't know. It's just always been a really good vibe with all these guys. I mean, they, they take her in as one of their own, too. And, I mean, they're all my grown kids for the most part, I guess. Aw, that's so sweet. Yeah, well, they all take care of the little baby sister real well. Cool. Yeah, I bought one of her paintings. It was adorable. There you go. Yeah, it'll evolve. See, yeah, exhibit A right there. Nice. Yeah, she's even got the reggae colors down. The red and yellow and green. All right, so sorry. Back to back to writing reggae music. Yeah, That's reggae music without dreadlocks. White boy reggae music. What inspired you to get into reggae? I think all the twists and turns of all of our lives just kind of... Uh brought us to to reggae music because i think uh the the type of music that you listen to definitely reflects either uh where you've been or where you're going if that if that makes sense you know and um i think reggae music just all around implies a positive lifestyle from the way you eat drink just live your life and um you know every experience that i've had through reggae music has always been positive and it's always brought me out of any kind of uh, negative vibe that I've experienced. So that, that's why I think, and that I believe that's why all of us, you know, get together and get along as well as we do because we relate on that all 100%, I feel. That's awesome. Um, who were the some of the first reggae musicians that you were listening to? Me personally, it was a band called Soja and then uh, Revolution. Yeah, then, uh, I've seen Revolution. They're yeah. awesome. Right, what about you, Eric? I'm the old head, so I got to go old school <laughs> with, you know, Bob Marley, Peter Tosh, Sublime, Toots, and everybody yeah, else. I mean, definitely... A whole bunch of old school stuff, um, you know, just growing up, hanging out with friends, old school days. That's awesome. Um, and then these guys actually took me to my first stick figure show. Oh, cool. And then it was all over. I mean, really? It was just game over after that. Um, I'd never really been to like a reggae concert at that point, And the vibes just were alive that night. No pun intended to stick figure at all. They were, it was just an incredible experience. I don't know. I lit up like a little kid and I ain't looked back ever since. There you go. That's <laughs> how you know it's real. Yeah. When you have that reaction, that's how you know it's real. I've become something of a reggae, I don't know, a reporter. I've gone to a bunch of reggae festivals in the past year. You are probably my first fourth reggae act that I've interviewed this past year. I actually met Joe Mercer Marley a couple of weeks ago, who is Bob Marley's grandson. And ho- I'm not like, a, I'm not much into like mystical shit, but like just being in this kid's presence was like, holy shit, he's something else. Like he's fucking some, like he has like a serious aura about him where it's like everything he touches is just calmer because he's there. It was super, it was very strange. He tours all over. I mean, I feel like if you're in the Re- Marley family, like you gotta make music. Like, <laughs> I mean, like Ziggy Marley, I think, just won um, the Grammy for Best Reggae Album. Yeah, it was great. It was great to see Revolution up in there, too. and Yeah. Raging Fire, all the yeah. reggae. It was great to see reggae in there in general, just to see it growing. I, I think it has really taken off. I think it's the most popular music genre worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. Bob Marley is the most recognized music really? musician worldwide. Yeah. You can go any corner of the planet and find a Bob Marley fan. <laughs> I, think, I think that's one of the reasons we chose to play reggae music. There you go. <laughs> can't be too many haters yeah it's hard to be upset when you're listening to reggae i just feel like uh one of the reasons why we got into reggae and uh like i just feel like it uh it's a universal language between all of us like it can it connects us and uh it's just a good vibe about it and uh with brothers within i feel like uh, a big part of it was just i feel like we're all connected somehow like one way or another uh whether we know it or not you know people uh go go like every day and uh don't really feel like they're um should be should be act a certain way or or whatnot but i feel like a, a big part of reggae is just like embrace each other and lift each other up and uh brothers within is just like i feel like everybody's brothers and uh brothers and sisters within when we when we really think about it 
I agree with that. I think we're all one one human family. You know, I, I think that people who get caught up in like differences in terms of nationality or or skin color stuff like that, like we all came from the same source. Like they were, we're all cousins you know like we're all related and and what we're you all do brothers within exactly well i'm a and I'm sisters a, i'd be a sister yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing i want to bring up about maybe how long we've been playing music is Go for it. we we haven't been um we haven't been in the scene very long we actually just all started playing music very briefly uh not too long ago you mean um, like you picked up instruments? I- instruments, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Um, we've all been really into music, and I feel like we've, you know, more than anything, we've all felt music, and that's probably one of the things that brought us so close together. And then um, we all just, personally, I started learning the guitar um, next month will be two years ago. So uh, I started learning the guitar, and I ran into these guys, and they were they were kind of in the same place. Just They were just learning. Yeah, we started organically just vibing together and, and growing. At one point, we we set a goal for ourselves to to basically hit some some songs at an open mic, and from there we kept setting you know more and more goals, and we kept achieving every goal. Yeah, I would say basically setting goals for yourself is a is a big is a big deal, and writing those down and um, yeah accomplishing those. If 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 we didn't have our whiteboard and writing writing all our goals down, I don't know if we'd ever get anything accomplished. But okay, so what are some of your goals over here? Yeah, we we can't tell all you guys. This, okay, but, some of them are secrets. No, okay, just some kidding. Of them are no, secrets. no, our our goals right now. Um, we're trying to we're trying to get on the road basically. So we need to get um a trailer and a and we got a van coming our way thanks to some family and friends. And uh, yeah, other than that, we've in the last year we've been uh not putting a dollar in our pockets and playing every show and donating or not donating, but basically you know putting every dollar we made into the band and it's paid off. We have all this equipment to show for it, and there's not too much more we need to to get around and and to start touring with but um you know as as far as as far as our goals we we'd like to knock everything out off there what's it what's the sugar shack because sugar shack uh that's this place down in in i think it's naples florida right guys is it Vanita okay. Springs. Because G-Love mentioned that on stage that he did a Sugar Shacks session and it was the first time I'd ever heard that. And yeah. I was like, and I think it was in Melbourne, Florida. He was in Melbourne, Florida. Okay. He was yeah, at, I think it's um, further south than that. Okay. He was at the Standard Collective and I guess he was jamming with some people there. Maybe they're mobile. I don't know. They, yeah. We met him at a festival. Root Fire Festival. Yeah. They okay. had a Sugar Shack had a tent out there and we actually had talked to some of the guys out there. So it'll be really cool to see if we can get there and, and uh, check that place out. Shout out Sugar Shack. Yeah, we're inspired by those guys. They put out a lot of um, very quality videos, and they do they do a very great job at what they do. So much respect to them. Awesome. But, so um, you guys were you were just like hanging out at Refire because I was there too. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was there. Yeah, I we interviewed. Were, you were. You didn't see nah. Me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, nah. I yeah, I interviewed um Part One Tribe there, and yes. I did um, Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad. James Searle is one of my favorite interviewees to date. That man went so deep, so fast. Like we were talking space and time. Like, like it was amazing. I was like, how the fuck did you know this is what I wanted to talk about? <laughs> this is fucking awesome. I just let him go. I was just like, yeah, all right. I was just like. Yeah, part one tribe. Yeah, Robert DeFilippo. Rob, yeah, yeah. he's amazing. That he's so super nice. Rad. Yeah, he's a very very cool dude. Yeah, um, you want to talk to somebody who knows the road and knows knows touring? That's your guy. That's your guy. They're out. They just came back from like a, a nation a nationwide tour. They were yeah. out in Colorado. Yeah. yeah, they did a bunch of stuff. It's actually funny you say that. Um, at Root Fire event was actually I, I linked up with uh, Rob D. And you actually got to meet him for one of the first times. We were uh, we played a show with Scholars Word in Jacksonville at Jackrabbits, and uh, you know. 
part one tribe was supposed to be there, but they ran into some trouble and they weren't able to make it. We ended up actually getting a little bit more stage time than we anticipated. So it was uh, it was pretty cool for us, but we were a little bummed we didn't get to uh, you know meet them and jam with them. So I we actually saw that they were playing at Roof Fire. So you know we caught their set and um, just super like their vibe up there was it was on i mean from just the way they did their breakdowns all their instrumentals and their intros and outros they're all around just a really solid band and aside from you know all the music talk about some genuine people those guys are really really cool yeah very down to earth yeah super approachable super nice and very knowledgeable and they make great music yeah, they, they really do. And we were actually uh, from meeting Rob that day. We actually got to link up again and uh, he hit us up when we opened up for them at one of their shows. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I've been trying. I've been trying to catch up with them again, but it just hasn't been working out. Yeah, they're, yeah. that guy's pretty busy. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, no, no grass grows under his feet. Yeah. Yeah. None. Um, so are you all of you originally from Daytona? I was born into land more specifically. The same guy, area. Hospital. Yeah, I think everybody's back from the same area. I'm from the land or city area. Okay. Do you guys consider yourself Southern? No, I'm I'm from up north. I was born in Pennsylvania, but I've pretty much been down here all my life. So, all right, all right, motherfucker, you're Southern. Sorry to break it to you, you're all Southern. Sorry to break it to you, you're a Southerner now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> See, one of the things I'm trying to do with this, Joey's flirting on the phone right now. <laughs> um, one of the things I'm trying to do with this is uh, to bring up the stereotype of the Southerner. You know, because there's actually a lot of intelligent people in Florida. You never hear about them. All you hear about is the crazy people who, like, tie up alligators in their backyards and stuff like that. <laughs> exactly. You do. You have never done that? Not yet. No. I'm just, maybe it'll happen. I mean, give it 30 more years in Florida. I'm sure the sun will bake my brain. All right. It's just the Florida thing. Let me let me break that to you. It's first. not. No, it, it's it not. Really is, no, it's anywhere in the South. Him. It's anywhere hot. <laughs> Texas is just as bad in the summertime. So I grew up at, in Blue Springs right across the way from That's it. That's a beautiful area. We always used to go down there hanging out, and there was uh, more than enough nights out that way with a flashlight, a long piece of rope, a big hook, and a, uh, a Publix rotisserie chicken <laughs> tied to the back of a bumper and attempts to get one out. A whole chicken? One, one time. Oh, yeah. Really? They go out. That's it. like a one-shot thing, though, right? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's that a is... pretty big animal. <laughs> and we yeah, had other times, too, uh, just uh, canoeing down the Blue Springs and stuff, too. I remember one time I was with a good buddy of mine and we're paddling along and you know Blue Springs is very renowned for the manatees and everything else and there was one swimming ahead and we were like all right yeah let's paddle up and find them real quick so we hurry up scurry up getting real close to them all of a sudden we got close enough to actually see what it was and it was probably close to a 14 foot alligator that'll eat you yeah that'll turn you real silent paddles up in the boat don't move <laughs> yeah no, i wouldn't consider myself a redneck or anything but if you live in florida i think i think being, a, I think being southern anyway. is different from being a redneck redneck is different for sure because well, there are rednecks up red north always at the beach That's so true. yeah there are rednecks up north <laughs> i don't know where to go from here after talking about gigging gators <laughs> i kind of did no i live in florida i always expect gigging no, gators i wish i had a good like <laughs> wrestling gator story i don't though yeah I don't know. I remember going on a field trip as a kid to a gator park and watching them wrestle gators. It's kind of unfair, though, because they're not exactly... I mean, they're quick when you don't expect it, but they're not exactly like limber animals. Yeah, exactly. They're not graceful. They're not graceful. All right, so you kind of got like this uh, Phil Collins thing going on, Joey, where you're a drummer and a singer. Is Phil Collins your idol? His brother. Yeah, We're all brothers. It's my dad's, my dad's brother. It's my uncle. There you go. Joey Collins. Yeah. Joey Speroni. No, oh, yeah. I wanted to ask if you if that's your real name, Joey Speroni. Joey Speroni. That's uh, my stage name and my real name. Okay. It's a great name. Yeah. It sounded... I was like, really? 
This one's made up. <laughs> no. no, trust me. I've been I've been called anything that rhymes with spironi. I've been called pretty funny. I'm building a cache. I come up with new ones myself all the time. Really? Not, yeah. I'm Macaroni. Like, oh, no one's calling me that yet. What's What's that. the latest one? The latest one I think would be uh, that's a good question actually. Zamboni. That's probably the best Joey one. Joey Zamboni. I heard. Joey Zamboni. That's good. I haven't come up with that one. Hell yeah, that's Jonah. Crazy. That's good. Joey Zamboni. It's always Zamboni. <laughs> I like that. Um, John John calls me Joe Ferrigno. That's a good one. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Joseph. Giuseppe. Joseph. I have a good friend that calls me Joseph. She's not from here. Shout okay. out Kate. I like it as Claire Bear. That's yeah. what I get. And sometimes Claire people Bear. people are like super excited when they figure it out. Sometimes like Snare like it's just Claire. like arrived at the you know it's just like arrived in their brain yeah. and they're just like has anybody ever called you Claire Bear? And I had to play along like no, no like oh my god. So you're the first one to think of that actually speaking of cool names we recently met uh, our good friend jonah over here and uh he's slow he's slowly but surely just um we, yeah we, yeah yeah exactly yeah a really 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 good weed really good weed with some red hairs on it oh <laughs> uh, it doesn't hurt that he's like strawberry blonde either yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, you have red hair, so that, that goes really well. It's perfect. That's a good segue. You want to talk about weed? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's medical. Like it. Medical is legal here now, you guys. I'm super stoked yeah. about it. Weed is definitely cool, especially when um feels like, you know, I'm, I'm sure many musicians can relate to this and many people who are just following their dreams and, you know, accomplishing goals all around. It's, you know, you get so much going on and you feel like you're you're trying to do so many different things and you sit back and you then you get this feeling like you're not really accomplishing anything. You're just kind of treading water and uh, I think weed really helps that feeling just makes you sit back and relax for a second and uh i know it definitely works to uh, our advantage more than uh like 95 percent of the time i fall asleep a lot so if it's like before practice then uh i probably shouldn't you know burn 10 bong heads (laughs) everything in moderation yeah Uh, yeah. that's very true yeah yeah. i find it helps me change my perspective that's one of my favorite things about it yeah if you're if you're struggling with something yeah get high and you think about it and you figure it the fuck out yeah yeah i was gonna go somewhere with that that's the one thing i don't like about it it makes me very forgetful (laughs) we're actually about to get some weed right now really yeah good thing i just got a new bong good good thing this isn't coming out for two weeks burn yet dude like i just got a new bong all right it's sick we'll have a photo op later with that all right cool i got a cool sticker with it too Nice. Yeah. I got a new sticker for you, actually. I got new oh, stickers. Yeah. They're different from my old stickers. Yeah. We, we gave you some stickers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Does weed help you write songs? No. 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 <laughs> shrooms does? No. Um, Just kidding. I, would, <laughs> I think I would say shrooms definitely opens up your mind. I would say that experimenting opens up your mind, but I, I wouldn't say push the limits on anything. I don't think that living with a closed mind and people, people that just, I don't know, live the same way every day, I guess. I don't see... Um, how they how they see the world you know i just i feel like there's a lot more to this universe and this just this world alone than than what people some people see at least and yeah. um, i'm op- i'm open to to experimenting with things in life but not all things i feel like there's there's things that are more organic and and real and natural yeah. and then there's things that are too man made to to try so yeah, I don't. I have no desire to do crack or meth. Yeah, or or shit like that. But I do fucking love mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I fucking love yeah, mushrooms. I think we've all grown up, grown a little love for mushrooms over the past few months. You just feel so connected. Like we were talking about, you know, everyone is related and connected. Mushrooms totally foster that idea completely. Yeah. Like you feel rooted into the earth. Yeah, I just but... did mushrooms again. Dylan and I went to the Dali Museum in St. Petersburg. 
and did mushrooms there. It was Sick. amazing. It was amazing. Shout out Dylan. What's up? Yeah. What's up, Dylan? Thanks. Thanks for introducing us. Yes. Yeah, I could talk about mushrooms but, forever. <laughs> yeah, we we love we love mushrooms. No, but we um yeah, I I'd say as a band we don't frown upon um especially marijuana, but drugs. I mean, we're not we like to keep a positive mind, but at the same time we're not trying to put a hateful, you know, look on 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 drugs or anything, you know. Dude, it makes you feel good. That's the one thing I, I realized when I was tripping balls. Because um, I actually had bought these two hits of acid off of this hippie kid wandering around the c- campground before the Deadhead show. And so I, I took them. I took one and I waited like an hour and nothing was happening. So I took the other one, right? And I'm thinking, this kid sold me fucking duds, right? Oh, like it was fuck. just a fucking paper. And then a half an hour later, still nothing. And then my friend was like passing out mushrooms and I was like, all right, give me some of those. And then I was like fucking zooming. Like it was fucking, <laughs> it was, I was tripping balls until like seven o'clock in the morning. That's- but I realized that there's like no rules to life. Like there's no real right or wrong answer. That's kind of the same with music. Like, there's no, there's no rules. There's no limitations. It's all infinity. It's kind of like the universe. It's crazy. You can, you can do so much with music. And I'm just, I'm like I said, we're all just learning. But you know, like I'm just starting to see some of the infinite possibilities and and experimenting. And like I said, drugs can can open your mind to that. So kids, don't do drugs. Do guitar. Do guitar. <laughs> and then do drugs. Do shrooms. Smoke weed. Do do guitar and play shrooms, yeah. Such great. Do guitar and play shrooms. <laughs> I love that. Bill Hicks has this great quote about about drugs, about how like if if you if it weren't for drugs, like there wouldn't be art, there wouldn't be music, you know. Or if there was, it'd be like square dancing, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, square dancing. Yeah. Everything would be perfect. Yeah. It'd be like math. It'd be like math dancing. I mean, math math can be cool when you're on mushrooms too. Like everything is fucking cool. You ever you ever notice when you're on mushrooms and you look at the sky that you see like a geometric pattern? Has that ever happened to you? Um, oh yeah. See, I'm, I'm actually uh, I'm I'm I wouldn't say I'm experienced in the psychedelic world, but I've tripped a few times, <laughs> and um, I'm I'm actually I'm starting to favor the uh, the day tripping rather than tripping at night you can still like, see I like, the geometry I, 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 like, I like being outside in the daytime yeah and uh, I don't know I feel like nature especially when it comes to uh, psychedelic experiments like that that's that always either you know doing shrooms or acid or just you know being completely sober you know there's nothing like climbing up on a good tree and catching a sunset you know what I mean so it's that kind of stuff it just um it really keeps you in tune and it makes you realize you know how small you really are in this uh in this big world yeah keeping it that's a natural high climbing a tree and and watching the sunset yeah that's nice yeah that's a good moment it was it was, it was bromantic where was it um it was called Ponce preserve yeah yeah Ponce I've, I, I've never been there before but um joey um took two, me and my brother two there later yeah um it was I had never been there before, but he he insisted on taking us. So we get there, and uh, well, what happened before we got there? <laughs> well, oh man! Well, I I knew where I was going. It was when the trails come out, and that's about all I knew. So we drove around for a little bit until we found it. And we were actually I was tripping. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's right here, it's right here, and it was not right there. And then I was like, oh, it's over there, it's over there. <laughs> and we finally found it. And uh, yeah, I think it, it that's the thing out. about mushrooms, though, like. 
I can't tell you how many times I've I've done mushrooms and then wandered around a festival completely oh, yeah. fucking lost yeah. for like hours. You find your friend. No, I can't find fucking anything. Just wandering around in circles. <laughs> All right, I thought John was telling the story though. He was. Um, we get to the Ponce Reserve and uh, it was kind of cut off. Like uh, there was a couple jung- uh, jungle gyms. You know, uh, when we um we started hiking the trails, it was a. Uh, really neat experience to be out in the nature and uh the sun was setting uh while we were climbing up the trails and uh joey wanted to show us a certain tree that he had uh climbed up before and uh posted up with his hammock so uh, he took us to this one tree and we started climbing it we we're just climbing climbing me him and my brother and uh we're just we're just trying to like one up each other like higher and higher and we're like oh we're going to this tree this tree and uh we're slowly starting to see the sun but uh Basically, we're trying to get to the top of the trees to where we can't see any trees anymore. And it was really sketchy because the trees started getting thin and we were like kind of waving. But it kind of felt like we were like a oneness with the tree, almost like we were connected to it. So we were all right next to each other, too. So Was it a big oak tree? I believe it was. And, yeah. it, and it had like a, it, love it started splitting oak. off at the top in all yeah. different directions. And we we were just climbing, climbing. Those trees have souls, I swear. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Especially when they're like 400 years old. Yeah. They're fucking sweet. All right. We lost Joey, so I can't make fun of him for being Phil Collins anymore. Yeah, Jonah. How, how did how did how did you meet us, Jonah? How did you find us? Yeah, Jonah. Jonah's the newest addition. He's not even on the website yet. <laughs> Is he? Are you Instagram famous? What are you Instagram famous for? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I first uh, met John. We were at Publix. I think we we're both getting a sub, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. bonded over your dreadlocks. Is that yeah, it? Out to our Publix girls. <laughs> <laughs> Publix is the best grocery store in the world. <laughs> yeah, it is. I've been other places in the world, and it's yeah. John just walked up to me and he's like, "Dude, I like your hair." I was like, "I like your hair." Told me they were playing. A couple weeks later, maybe a month later, I went and actually saw him play at the Daytona Tap Room. Oh, nice. Just watched him play and went to see him play at every show after that. Started coming over to jam and now I'm just jamming. No, he's one of us. He's a brother. He's a brother with him now. Cool. All right, so what do you guys What do you guys got coming up? What are you doing? What's next? What's the next big thing? Is it Reggae Fest? We got the Reggae Fest next month. Uh, Jerry's Tiki Bar Reggae Fest. Jerry's Not tiki quite bar. Reggae Rise Up. We told him we couldn't do it this year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, um, we got a busy month. March is going to be busy for us. We're gonna be playing um, right on one of our piers in our in our town. It's the Main Street Pier, and there's a place there called the Roof. We're gonna be playing the Roof, and then uh, we'll be sharing the stage actually for the rest of the month with our uh, brother band called Relief, and they're right out of Port Orange too. They they were actually a big inspiration to us before we even started playing. Yeah, and, yeah, I remember. And now we're seeing uh, them at a it's, <laughs> wow. It's such a it's such a dream come true to be able to play with them on another on a stage. So that's cool. And then yeah, the Reggae Fest, man. That's going to be a um, a highlight for us. We got Pato Bonton, I think, headlining that. Yep, yep. Yeah, Horizon, Horizon will be we, there. Yeah, we like Orlando, those, guys, those guys are dope. Well, you, you want to know, it, it, is, it bad? Is, is it bad that I just try to sip my microphone and I'm drinking a beer at the same time? <laughs> Can't do that. I mean, you haven't even hit that yeah. yet. Like. I know. Well, I hit that. I snuck, I, snuck, I snuck a bong hit before I walked Smells in. Smells good. But then I thought, then I remember you, you said there's roll no that rules. Shit? So I was like, well, fuck them. Let's do it. But you're going to talk slow. Roll the one up. See? <laughs> I'd like to talk about a little bit about um, us just being basically brothers within and um, us we're, you know, we all have a story. We're all um, one person in ourselves, but together we have a lot to say. Our music's going to tell that story, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. me, me and Joey, 
before we met each other, we actually had both uh, lost our moms. Yeah, it gives me goosebumps just talking about it. But uh, we vibed so hard when when we first met and learning learning my guitar with him was was uh, I wouldn't want to learn it with anyone else, really, you know. And um, yeah, Eric, um, our guitarist just lost his mom last year. So um, us us three not having our moms has just brought us all closer together, being in this band and mm -hmm. and doing what we do together. And uh, we couldn't have you know John's there to always bring our inspiration and our light, but, but he's um, fuck yeah, like guys. Uh, he's, John's a superhero. He doesn't even know it. We're more of a family than we even know. I think right now. <laughs> It's it's um it's cool to see what's gonna happen in the next in the next few months and the years to come and hopefully we can make this uh, a dream come true. We wanna we wanna hit the road and start touring. Do you guys are gonna you guys are gonna record an album next? We're gonna try to push as far as we can, you know, uh, with the money that we've invested so far on our own softwares and our um, equipment. We're a little bit on the fence on whether we're just gonna do like an EP or a full album. We're um, probably gonna lean more towards just a, releasing a few songs and you know picking out the best ones that we really think that you know are gonna you know, pick people up when they're down and, you know, get a good message across. Can I give you my advice? This is what I think needs to happen for, for the modern music era. No more albums. You just release songs. Like if you, if you have 12 songs, release a song every single fucking month. I mean, unless you have a, a structured high concept album like Childish Gambino or Solange Knowles, that shit both just came out in the past year and it's amazing and it wouldn't make sense all in chopped up in pieces. But unless you have like a high concept a album, yeah, where everything is interrelated and, mm -hmm. and shit like that, you know, where you're going to make a series of, of interlocking videos like Michael Jackson or some shit, just release it. Like let the people have it. And, and you can make money off of that too, you know, like make an EP, put it up on iTunes, put it because iTunes is super accessible too. Like you don't need to be you don't have to have a f big following to be up on itunes i'm fucking on itunes <laughs> telling on myself but <laughs> yeah put it out there let people have it you know because because you can make money off of that shit too you know yeah. and then they'll bankroll your ne next adventure it'll bankroll your tour you know oh yeah thanks i think about this shit all the time all right so you guys got some places up here on the board places that you want to go but it looks like it's mostly florida where was what's a dream place to play? Where are you gonna? What's a dream place to play if you went on like a national Red tour? Red Rocks for sure. Red Rocks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We want to hit Red Rocks. That's I think that's a dream almost for um a yeah. lot of bands. But Part One Tribe was just there. I don't think they played it, but they like they took they photo ops there. I watched the video. Yeah, I watched they're so the video. fucking cute. That was, that was cute. That was fucking manly as it gets. No, but to be completely honest, I mean, I don't, I don't even think a a big stage, a huge stage matters to us. I personally, I would like to get out to some to some islands and play and play some reggae on some islands for some people who know reggae. Yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, the the stage, we all have high goals, but I think in the end, like, we don't need to play for anyone. You know, I was gonna say, we come to see me, come ourselves. see me in the Bahamas. I haven't, I haven't officially broken it yet. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. That I'm this is gonna this is the last episode for a while, you guys. Thank you so much for yeah. being here. <laughs> Stoked it's us. Thank you. Because I'm gonna be sequestered in the Bahamas for the next four months. Yeah. So come play the Bahamas, please. <laughs> yeah. You're just going there by yourself. I got a job on a boat and uh, we're going there for three months. Yeah. Is it a big boat? It's 140 feet. It's a big boat. Yeah. I'm gonna touch the butt so I can be your carry on. Stowaway? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Stow me away. You ain't gonna get rid of me that easy. It's our dad's birthday today. Happy birthday, Eric. Happy birthday. Thanks. Yeah, we just um actually, really, I guess, last but not definitely not least, all of our supporters just around town, whether it's friends yeah, and family, family. friends. We got um all our new a, friends. A lot of homies that, and homets, I guess. That's what you would call a girl, homie, a homet. Yeah. Omelette. But who doesn't omelet. love a good omelet? Who doesn't want a good omelet? I love omelets. 
That's true. Yeah, you're right. Holy shit. They're, hey, and they'll fuck you up. They'll fuck you up, man. They, they're they passionate about that shit. GMOs. They'll kick you right in your omelet. But yeah, we just, I think we have a lot more support than we even realize, and that's what really uh, makes it possible for us to do what we do, you know? So yeah, thanks. All right, well, thank you guys so much. I uh, can't wait to see you. I think I'm still going to be here for the Reggae Fest. I'm going to try and come to that. Yeah, where is it again? Jerry's... Reggae yeah, Fest? It's in Ponsonlet, Jerry's Tiki Bar. That's right. Okay. It's <coughs> on a Saturday, right? It'll be the uh, March 25th. I think it's a Saturday. Okay. Yeah. I think I'll, yeah, I think I'll still be here. On on that same Saturday, after um, we're actually going to be opening up the Reggae Fest at 12 noon, and we'll uh, we'll be playing a you know like 40 45 minute set of uh you know some of our new songs that we've been practicing real hard for everyone, and um at, right after that we're gonna uh, we're gonna drive a little bit north to Flagler Beach, uh, one of our more consistent spots that we've uh, slowly but surely been playing at. Shout out Flower Beach, you guys are sick. Yeah, our good friends Barry up there is uh, they're putting on an art fest, and uh, we're gonna go play a, a little the acoustic Swell. set with. Uh, yeah, he has a real cool band called The Swell. Those guys are sick. Travis Barrett, Rudd, Pepper Pile, really good artist out the of flagged there. Flagged band. Uh, yeah, the, the the flagged van, bunch of young guns out there. They're killing it. All right, thank you guys, and uh, where's that planet? Thank thank you so much. <laughs> this has been fun. Part one tribe with Nobody's Fool. I figured since we talked about them so much during the interview, I should play them. Be sure to check out Part One Tribe's interview if you haven't already on mindalteredmedia.com. And thanks so much to all the guys and brothers within for sitting down with me. It was such a fun interview. These guys really practice what they preach. They are so sweet and down to earth. I can't wait till they are touring and tearing up the charts. You can catch them on March 25th in Ponce Inlet at Jerry's Tiki Reggae Fest with Part One Tribe and Pecho Banton. It's going to be a good time. Don't miss it. In the spirit of Bernie's Guinness World Record accomplishments, I would like to award the band the record for most people in an interview for my Altered podcast. I only have two mics, and it got a little difficult to capture everything that everyone said. Definitely need to pick up some more for the bigger group. I lost a lot of clever shit that the guys said. It just didn't come through, but them's the breaks. What are you going to do, man? Anyway, congratulations, you guys, and thanks for ending this run on such a high note. Oh, and I did find out the girl's name who beat Bernie for the record of longest spin on a guitar. Her name is Anna Malik of Budapest, Hungary. It's in your hands now, fate. Make it so. You can find a video of Bernie showing off his spinning skills as well as links to Brothers Within and all the music played on this episode at mindalteredmedia.com. Though I will not be posting up episodes until this summer, I am still posting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now Snapchat. That's right. I finally pulled the trigger on that one. So be sure to follow Mind Altered Podcast on the social media platform of your choosing to stay up on all the things happening in Central Florida and whatever else I think is cool. Thanks so much for listening. I am going to miss doing this so much, you guys. I will be back at it for sure. Here's Giant Panda, Gorilla Dub Squad with Steady to close us out. They were also at Reggae Rise Up a couple weeks ago, and John was sporting one of their hoodies during the interview. 
So everything comes full circle. It's all connected, you know? If you find that you love Giant Panda during this little outro clip, then head over to their interview with lead singer and guitarist James Searle. It's a good one. Until next time, peace. Yeah.